Greetings and welcome back to the Department of Community Supervision's One Community Podcast. I'm Brian Tooks, Director of External Affairs uh, for the Georgia Department of Community Supervision. Um, I have a great uh, group of participants here today uh, for our topic. Our topic really today revolves around more of our internal uh, focus and the things that we've done around workforce development. Without a doubt, our greatest asset is the hardworking men and women across this state who make up and comprise Team DCS. Um, and so we thought this podcast would be uh, really good to leverage and talk about not only our mission of providing successful opportunities for outcomes and protecting the communities we serve, but about how we're leading with employee engagement and workforce development. This is a people-oriented profession in community supervision. And so we wanna make sure that at DCS, we're leading not only uh, to making sure that our mission is nation leading, but also the investment and the amount of resources that we put into strengthening our workforce um, is just as is just as valuable and just as imperative. And so with that, the intent of this podcast today is to provide an in-depth overview of a newly released career planning tool. Um, we're going to offer a great perspective on how this career planning tool can be used by both uh, leaders and employees in the department to navigate career progression and professional development. Have a great group of participants here today. I'll um, go ahead and introduce our cast for today. We have Director Ayana Sharp. She's the District Director for uh, District 6. Good morning, Ayana. Good morning. All right, we have the online training supervisor, otherwise known as our online training guru here um, at Georgia DCS, Mr. Philip McCurry. Good morning, Philip. Good morning. All right. Field Operations Specialist, uh, Quintina Burroughs-Lee. Good morning, Quintina. Good morning. All right. And also we have with us today our Director of Human Resources, Mr. Johnny Nat. Good morning, Johnny. Good morning. And also our uh, Director of our Recidivism Reduction Unit, Ms. Sherry Bloodworth. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning. Great. So uh, with all that, we'll just go ahead and jump right into our discussion this morning. Um, Johnny, just kind of give us some background information on how the career development tool came about. Um, I know there was some employee engagement uh, survey that may have been the catalyst for it and just how this new career development tool uh, will be utilized, uh, this career planning tool rather, will be utilized um, throughout the department. So um, Johnny, take it away and just kind of give us some background information on how we got to this point. You bet. I'll be glad to do that, Brian. Uh, but first and foremost, let me express my excitement uh, about this new tool. Uh, it's been a long time coming and I think it's going to add a lot of value uh, to the growth and development of our people. In terms of how it got started, uh, back in 2017, our commissioner um, asked for, a, an, uh, for us to conduct an employee engagement survey. And out of that survey uh, came a lot of information. Um, but some of the key information that came, one of the key things that came out was that uh, people who leave the organization, they leave because of a lack of clear and concise career uh, progression. Uh, they, they, they know they come in with a very good opportunity, but they don't know how to navigate, you know, through the nuances of this organization in terms of, you know, what's required uh, to move um not only vertically, but horizontally throughout the organization. So um, as a result of some of that data, we formed focus groups 
which is uh, the origination of the focus group for the career planning tool. And we worked diligently uh, over a period of uh, time uh, to develop uh, this career planning tool. And um, now we have a tool uh, that we're launching that's going to provide some real insight and guidance in the different career opportunities that are available within the agency. Uh, and not only within the agency, but within the state. Uh, we operate as, an, as a state enterprise, as an agency within that state enterprise. So I think that, you know, with this career development tool, uh, people now have a roadmap uh, to, to not only help them develop their skills and strengths, but also to take advantage of the many opportunities uh, that exist within DCS and within the state of Georgia. So thank you for that information, Johnny. Um, uh, where is this tool exactly located and how can our employees locate this tool? Yeah, the, the tool itself is very easily located. We've decided to, to put the tool on the Georgia reentry web portal that we all have access to. I think everybody accesses it several times a day. So you go to the Georgia reentry web portal and on the top line, you're going to see uh, sites. That's S-I-T-E-S. If you click on sites, it will bring you to the career planning tool. It's the top item in that section. If you click on career planning tool, career planning, it brings you to the tool itself. So it's very, very easy to access um, and people shouldn't have a problem finding it. Gotcha. Okay. And one thing uh, that is, is notable for a discussion, especially from, you know, an, an HR perspective is our performance management. Um, how can this tool, in your opinion, Johnny, be better leveraged for the PMF that we utilize throughout the department? Excellent question. I, they fit hand in hand. Um, right now, our PMFs are probably underutilized because we haven't had the right information uh, for people to look at their uh, development. Uh, there is a section on the PMF that talks about uh, your personal development. So the way it works is you would start with the career planning tool, identify, you know, what skills you need or what opportunities that you're interested in, and you would then uh, have the information that you need to come back to your PMF on the development section and include that there. So once you include that there, that becomes a conversation piece for you and your supervisor or your manager to be able to focus on and make commitments for you to work on during the year so that you can continue moving forward. So they do work hand in hand, the career planning tool. And the PMS, by the way, are now being posted on the portal. So it's, again, very easy access. The career planning tool combined with the PMS on the portal gives us no reason now for us not to uh, take the opportunity to develop ourselves, to take ownership for our own career development. I think it's going to be a great opportunity for all of DCS employees. Absolutely, Johnny. I couldn't agree more. And I think um, we have uh, Ayana and Sherry who can definitely speak to that as well, especially being leaders um, in our organization and working with our, uh, our frontline officers and employees. Um, Ayana and Sherry, uh, feel free to jump in uh, and, and just kind of share your perspectives on what are some important skills uh, that leaders need to identify uh, 
to better prepare our employees for these promotional opportunities, as well as leveraging this new career planning tool for uh, professional development for our employees. So with that, Ayana and Sherry, if you all just kind of want to jump in the conversation, feel free. Okay, Brian, thanks. Um, I would definitely say that, you know, we're constantly looking for employees that are engaged. You know, I think it is very important when you start off in a career that you not only invest in your own career and professional development, but you also be engaged to understand what the new initiatives and the direction the agency, the department is going into. Staying involved, you know, going beyond your normal scope of responsibilities and duties to volunteer for special assignments, to um, get familiar with the new initiatives the agency has to offer, reading the, reading the quarterly newsletter, listening to podcasts such as these, to just understand what this agency is offering, the mission of the agency, and where they're best suited to navigate through their own career development. You know, um, as a district director, I try to look for people that are taking initiative. You know, you have to constantly learn your skills and enhance your skills. And when you constantly learn your job and perform your job well, taking on additional responsibilities, additional training, it allows you to get better prepared for the next promotional opportunities. Um, I think that being a the team player is also a key component uh, when you're looking for future leaders of the agency that you're assisting one another, you know, when you assist for the overall success of not only your team, your circuit, your office, your district, you overall making sure that the agency is successful in its entirety. So those are some of the key things I try to look for when I'm dealing with uh, new employees that are staying engaged, they're showing their commitment and their dedication to not only their professional development, but also the development of the agency. Absolutely. That's great. Uh, that's great uh, for us to consider. Uh, Sherry, anything you want to add to that? Uh, <clears throat> yes, Brian. Thank you. And, and I totally agree with uh, everything Ayana said about being a, a team player and um, taking initiative and learning. And one thing that I did want to point out is sometimes with looking at promotional opportunities, in order to engage and learn uh, in, in new areas or areas that you're unfamiliar with, making yourself uh, indispensable by learning other areas of the agency uh, is, is really beneficial. I can speak from personal experience. Um, I took a lateral promotion or a, a lateral transfer um, from the previous agency that I worked with over to uh, DCS and, and learned a, a new agency um, and, and learned new skills that helped me um, align myself for promotional opportunities, um, such as the position that I hold now. So I encourage uh, my, my team and, and other people that I've mentored and coached throughout the years that sometimes it's not about a, a vertical movement, or um, but a lateral movement will assist you in obtaining uh, career goals long term if you're willing to step out of the box to learn new areas. I think to just to piggyback on something that Sherry may have mentioned as well, I think that's one um, component of this career planning tool that is very important where, you know, it's for all staff, not just sworn staff, but non-sworn staff as well. And it gives employees the opportunity to see what other uh, positions, what other departments are available so that it would not be a one-way movement into their career goal. You have a number of options to go into, and with this career planning tool, 
the employee is able to tap into these different divisions that they may not be too familiar with and may see something where they may no longer want to work in field operations. They may want to go to a whole separate unit or department. And I think this career planning tool will help guide those employees in that direction. Exactly. And one other thing that I think is really a a valuable or important skill as leaders to demonstrate and to look for in other employees as we look for um, employees for promotional opportunities is the ability to manage their time wisely. Um, You know, from the the commissioner down, our agency embraces the the work-life balance. And I think that's a very important skill that um, it, it helps to enable everyone to be successful when they have that balance of, of work duties and life duties. And, and we take care of both of those arenas independently and together. And, you know, yeah. one thing I try to also, um, when I'm mentoring others and, and giving feedback, I'm a firm believer in your everyday is your interview. You know, I think people lose sight oh, that things you great. do daily plays a role into the next promotion or opportunity or something you demonstrated some leadership skills that managers and others may tap into. You have fellow employees that may follow you because you have demonstrated these leadership skills. And so your everyday is your interview, you know, constantly prepare yourself, having a positive attitude, being genuine and passionate about what you're doing, um, being confident in what you're doing. And so I think people tend to lose sight of that. You know, you not only preparing for an interview for the next promotion opportunity, but every day, how you perform your duties, how you interact with others is very important for a promotion opportunity. Exactly. And, you know, as, as we, as our agency embraces this career planning tool and, and, and looks at the opportunities throughout the agency, uh, it's important for, as a supervisor, when working um, with our employees and developing their PMFs, to really util- utilize this um, individual, individual development plan to help um, hone in on these skills that, that future leaders need. So, you know, open discussion, open communication, and honesty is, is important um, for, for us to have. Very good. I really appreciate uh, the the various perspectives that you all uh, provided. Ayanna, I want to kind of jump back to something uh, you may have mentioned. Um, um, a lot of times, you know, our our officers are uh, going back to, to to the foreign side of the house. Uh, you know, they enter as a CSO one. Kind of walk us through uh, what, especially as a district director, what that progression looks like uh, as from you know an entering as a CSO one. To an assistant chief, and then you know, on through the ranks, kind of the, the effort that is truly required uh, to advance. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, I think a lot of times we have officers that come in as CSO ones, and I think the main foundation is to learn your role as a CSO. You know, getting engaged, understanding what's important as far as community supervision, how we're trying to provide resources to the offenders, and tap it into your day to day job responsibilities. But there are often times where you may be presented with opportunities to assist or volunteer in other in other avenues. For example, you know, volunteering to be a community service coordinator or volunteering for the Halloween operation that we do for the sex offender population, just to gain that experience, to show that you're a team player, to show that you're taking consideration about your own professional development, taking opportunities to to learn from other 
officers to learn from other offices and in general to be able to prepare you for those type of roles. We have training available when you're interested in becoming a specialized officer. So once you get from a CSO one and get promoted to CSO two to demonstrate that you have the capabilities performing your job, the next level would be a CSO three dealing with specialized uh, specialized offenders on sex offender um, registry. Uh, dealing with mental health offenders, you have DRC component. So it's very important that you align yourself to learn as much as you can and demonstrate some of those qualities as you move on through the ranks and getting those additional trainings, volunteering to assist, doing your research and homework in order to know what the next step is for your career path, Uh, taking on leadership roles and taking initiative to volunteer and, and not be afraid to take charge. I think sometimes people are a little leery about stepping out there in the front. You know, sometimes you don't know unless you take that leap of faith and jump out there. And as you get on to become a CSO3 and you're demonstrating those capabilities uh, of performing your job duties, you are familiar with the initiatives that are going on within the agency. You understand the importance of the work that we do. And it's demonstrated not only through your case management but your interaction with the community, with the interaction with our returning citizens, that then you're given an opportunity to even further advance your career. Because once you get to an assistant chief, you know, you have demonstrated to a point where you have these leadership qualities where you inspire other people to want to do well, to do more, that you invested in the agency, um, that you have worked your way through the ranks and became familiar with the different roles and responsibilities so that it makes you more of an asset as a manager to help train and guide the next level of managers on up. Thank you so much, Ayanna. I really you know, appreciate uh, your response there. I think you really made it clear uh, for our employees who are kind of the target audience of this uh, recording um, you know, on what it actually, what that grind and, and, and that commitment actually looks like tangibly. Uh, but you mentioned uh, uh, a lot. You mentioned training, and we have Philip on um, as a participant today, who's our online training supervisor. Uh, Philip, want to transition to you now. Um, what's training's role in the career planning toolkit, and I guess what current training opportunities um, are there available to DCS employees? Just kind of give us an overview of how our employee population can uh, leverage our available training opportunities, as well as this how this career planning toolkit just kind of fits into that career progression. All right. Yeah, I can gladly do that. Um, well, in terms of what our career development tool does for training, it does, it gives an employee a track to follow. And through our training area, we're tasked with um, providing professional development opportunities for DCS, all DCS employees, not just the sworn staff, but the non-sworn staff as well. So Training used to be very hands-on, very centralized, and you know, in one location. And what we have done and been able to do through online training is expanded across the state for the entire agency. So they're not always having to come to Middle Georgia, down to Forsyth to do do training. So we have, you know, non-sworn training, which some of it is hands-on. You know, they can come down and do you know active shooter response things for non-sworn people. Uh, health and wellness, safety and defense, different different classes like that. But on the online side of that, for non-sworn people, you also have various counseling classes. We have administrative assistance, you know, classes for administrative assistance. And that non-sworn staff, if they aspire to be, say, I want to go from being a 
administrative assistant to being a counselor. Then they have the opportunity to get certified in teaching certain classes. You know, I think Ayana and Sherry talked about that, you know, volunteering to do other things. They So they have the ability to join these other classes, get certified with these other classes, and go out and help the office in other in other areas. Um, on the sworn side, of course, we have all the tactical stuff. They are law enforcement officers. But there again, you know, and I think Sherry talked about it also with moving laterally and all that. I know from personal experience, when I was an officer, I, at one point, you know, I wanted to make myself more valuable within the office. So instead of doing, along with doing all the tactical stuff, I also engaged in a lot of the counseling stuff and uh, got, you know, certified with teaching a lot of classes and actually taught some within the office. Um, so it, it helps in that area once you find a career path, once you find something you're interested in, it helps to allow you to, you know, hone in on that and make yourself more valuable. Okay. Absolutely. Um, I think um, to kind of sum it up, it's really kind of good to hear from someone who has recently uh, been promoted. And so we have Quintina uh, with us today. Uh, Quintina, first of all, congratulations on your uh, recent promotion to field uh, services specialist, um, and just kind of share your perspectives on, you know, I know you've heard some of the things that uh, Ayana, uh, Johnny, and uh, Sherry and Philip have shared, but I guess kind of bring tie it all together on how you've been able to embrace those experiences and perspectives uh, for your promotion and just, um, you know, any advice you would give to the other officers out there. Um. Yes, thank you so much. I would say to just summon um everything up as a sworn officer utilizing the career development tool it would be helpful especially for employees to connect with their supervisors regarding their career path so as sharp stated earlier i think people have to hone in on their own personal skills that they may have and what they can bring to the agency so i know for me personally i worked in nonprofit for six years prior to coming to dcs and she helped me realize that I could utilize those skills that I already had in place within DCS at, with the agency. So when I became the community service coordinator, I wanted to do different things and do something that looked different than the traditional format. And she encouraged me to come up with the different ideas and to try to make it work. So I think um, as an officer, Speaking with your manager, also utilizing the PMF like Johnny spoke before, you need to maximize that opportunity, especially during the PMF time, because I know for myself, I spoke with my assistant chief at the time, LaDonna Johnson, regarding what did I wanted to do with the agency. So over the course of my years as an officer, I went to mental health training. I did the ambassador program that was offered during 2018. And I also submitted my letter of interest for post-IT. So even though I started with the agency in 2016, I was able to do different trainings as well as um, do DRC and just move within the agency um, in that perspective with utilizing my skills and the training. And I think another key point with utilizing the PMF and just speaking to different managers as well about your career opportunity. When I started with the agency, I love the DRC. 
And at that time, the center administrator, she's now a chief, Chief Newsom, she kind of gave me insight about what it is to be a DRC officer. And at that time, I had um, my FTO Mosby, who's now a task force officer. He helped me guide to what type of skills or trainings I might need to be as a new officer. And I think even networking with officers that's already in the office. So at that time, the mental health officer was Officer Gentry. And now she's an FTO, but she helped me with my caseload and not only impacting the mission of the agency with enforcing the law and making sure people follow their conditions, but how to provide effective services to offenders and effective referrals that'll make a difference in their life. So I think as we go through the agency, we can't be afraid to network and communicate with each other. And just being able to try new things like everybody has talked about, because as a new agency, I, at the time we had our STG coordinator, Officer Viverito, mm -hmm. help me navigate with talking to different agencies and now she's a task force officer within the agency. So just within everybody that I've been around since I started in 2016, not only has my career development changed in advance, but also theirs as well. And I think just listening to people about what it is to make a difference within your career is really going to make a difference. So like I said, um, when I did the ambassador training at the time, this now has the um, our district public information officers, but it's ran by Jamel. And just even listening to his career path, he was an assistant chief, and then he was the employee, employee communication specialist, and now he's our public information officer. So I just think that people have to hone in on even the current managers and what they're doing and just listen to what their advice may be and utilize the, the, the tool as a guide to help you with your career and where you want to go within the agency. Absolutely, Quentin. I think you hit the nail on the head um uh and just describing especially your growth and then the highlighting uh the growth of others and just uh how imperative this tool and essential this tool uh can be for our employee our overall employee population um and with that i just kind of want to end it um with you johnny um any kind of parting words or or if anyone has any kind of parting words or uh thing they want to add to the discussion feel free but uh johnny we'll start with you yeah, certainly, uh, Brian. Uh, you know, I, I, I know that, uh, you know, as the HR director and, and even throughout the organization, uh, we spent a lot of time, a lot of energy and a lot of money trying to find the best and the brightest people we can bring into this organization. And it's, it's just invigorating now to know that we have a tool to help them be successful and stay and have a long term career in DCS. You know, um, in talking to people, uh, even before the survey, you know, you see information that says people leave on the exit interviews. People say they leave because they don't see a clear career path, you know, in terms of where everybody wants to grow. That's an inherent need that we all have. And now we have a tool to help facilitate that. You know, we've always had PMFs. But the data to help people move forward and transmit that through their PMF wasn't always there. So I'm really, really, really pumped and excited to 
implement this tool. Um, it's, it's been a lot of hard work on behalf of the team uh, assembled here, and it's going to produce huge dividends. I'm confident, and I'm sure that it's going to help us moving forward. It's going to help us grow and continue to be the best agency in the state. So I'm excited about that, Brian. Thank you, Johnny. And of course, I, I absolutely share in your excitement. Um, Sherry, Ayana, um, any parting words? Uh, thanks, Brian. I, I just wanted to encourage all staff to take the time to go through the career planning tool. I think it is very user-friendly, give you much information to assist you in identifying your path and your career goals, as well as the managers to assist employees with getting to their career goals. You know, I think it's very important in your own professional development to take the time to invest in yourself. And I really encourage everyone to do so. All right, Philip or Quintina, any parting words as we uh, wrap up? I think Ayana hit it, hit the nail on the head, you know, with her last statement, you know, just invest in yourself and take advantage of the tool. A lot of work went into it, you know, speaking from what Johnny was saying about what employees wanted. And we put a lot of work into it to try to make sure we were able to deliver it. Um, it's a very user-friendly tool. You know, you, you just follow along with a path and it gets you there, you know, all the way down from the starting position up to the, the you know, the management position or in that, in that area. So take advantage of the tool. Look back at the trainings that we offer through the training and professional development unit and and just see how that stuff correlates and invest in yourself, you know? Yes. And I just like to add, you know, that as, as in a supervisory or leadership role, um, our job is to produce more leaders, not more followers. So as stated previously, I just encourage everyone to, to uh, take advantage of the tool, the information that is provided through the tool to help, um, to help produce more leaders within our agency. Yes, and I would just like to say that um, everybody, you know, this tool can be utilized by all DCS employees, which the tool is located in Portal for everybody to utilize. And that um, don't forget to actually mentorship is also important too within this agency. So my mentors is, you know, Sharp or Chief Lewis or Chief Watkins. So as you go through this agency and when you're trying to find out what is it that you want to do, utilize the tools, speak to your managers, and don't forget to network. That will be my last thing. Absolutely. Well, thank you all for uh, all your contributions and offering your perspective um, on this important topic. Um, I can't thank you enough uh, for the work that you do to move the department forward. And um, just looking forward to leveraging this career planning tool uh, throughout the department. So with that, thank you all for listening to this recording of the Georgia Department of Community Supervision's One Community Podcast, and uh, be sure to take advantage of the career planning tool. Until then, we'll see you next time.